the 21st chapter of Numbers, the fifth verse to you who are writing down. Now, Brother Bosworth has already preached. I'm just standing here till I get the feel of the crowd so that I know what the Holy Spirit wants to say tonight. The fifth verse we start reading here. And the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in this wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water, and our souls loath this light bread. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned before we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he will take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten when he looketh upon it shall live. And Moses made a serpent out of brass and put it up on a pole. And it came to pass, as if the serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. And the children of Israel set forward to pitch under over. Now, over in St. John, I believe it's the second chapter of St. John, and the twelfth or the fourteenth verse, Jesus speaking. Nicodemus, and that as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Shall we bow our heads while we speak to the author of this word? Our merciful Father. With your abundantful blessings that thou hast given to this, we, the unworthy ones, we turn our hearts and face towards the dust of the earth where you've taken us from, and someday shall return back to the dust if Jesus tarries. But, O oh God, thou hast promised us a resurrection out of the dust someday through Jesus, who you brought up from the dust of the earth. Set him at your right hand, and now he's all principalities and powers and is under his feet. Someday death to every mortal will be placed under his feet, and then we shall see him as he is. We'll have a body like his own glorious body, resurrected from the grave, immortal, never to be sick. Oh, how we Thank Thee for those glorious promises, and them promises is God, because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word is with God, and the Word was God, and was made flesh and dwelt among us. And here is the Word tonight, written here before us, and we thank Thee for it. And now may it find a place of anchorage tonight in every heart here that the unsaved, first of all, would get saved. The backsliders would come back to Jesus Christ, the loving, heavenly Father, and be reconciled 
by the, his sacrifice on the cross, dying in their stead. And we ask then that you will heal all that's sick and all that's afflicted tonight, that the glory of God may be upon the people. Tomorrow is the Sabbath. Sunday schools will be going on everywhere, broadcast. Tonight, the whiskey places, the roadhouses are laden with young men and women, poor old mothers with broken hearts praying for their boys, girls. The church, oh God, somehow, can we have a stirring tomorrow here in this city? Granted, Father, that every church tomorrow may be just loaded with the people, and may there be such just a great hush or an awe over the city. And God says, now you keep still and let me speak. I want to talk to your weary heart. Granted, Lord, begin tonight right here, Lord, and this church and begin with me, your servant. May everyone feel the blessing of God. May the sick be healed in such a way tonight that tomorrow the streets will be full of people testifying of their healing. We'll give all the praise to thee who it belongs to, for we ask it in the own beloved Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> types and antitypes in the Bible. The antitype, of course, <clears throat> takes away the type. But if you notice, Moses in the type set up a brass serpent. I'd like to draw your attention to that just for a few moments. And I was going to give some testimony tonight, but I'll wait. I want to get this on God's Word. For after all, this is the only foundation that anyone can build on correctly. God will never recognize any foundation but this Word. For no other foundation can be laid than that which is already laid. Is that? And this is God's Word in the beginning. If anything else is said, if it doesn't compare with this word, then it isn't of God, I wouldn't think. Because the Bible said, He that takes away or adds to, the same shall be taken out as part out of the book of life. So we want to be sure that we keep our doctrine always on thus saith the Lord. <clears throat> and if any time that any person find something in my meeting that isn't based upon God's Word, you owe it to me as a brother or sister to let me know about it. Come to me, write me some way, let me know. I certainly want it. This is the first. Now, <clears throat> in the Old Testament was the, was the type, just like God leading Israel. All these sacrifices and atonements and everything in the Old Testament just spoke of Christ. And in Christ is centered the full plan of God's 
redemption for the human race. Everything you have need of tonight is in Christ. Now, notice this of divine healing in the atonement. Christ, the beginning, was leading the church in a form of a pillar of fire. Do you believe that? Do you believe that was Christ? The Bible said it was. Moses, see the riches of Christ, greater treasures than the uh, riches of, of Egypt, and he forsook Egypt, not knowing where he was going, but not fearing the king's wrath, but he was led by Christ. Now, many people, and here some time ago, <clears throat> speaking to a Jew, the way that he couldn't understand when a fellow by the name of John Ryan had been healed blind, not the John here, he knows him, but this man had been healed at Fort Wayne, Indiana, and had been blind for 20 years. And he, he came through the line, and he was a Catholic by faith. And as he come through the line, he said, I prayed for a woman, and when she went off the platform, she started screaming. She had an umbrella. It had been raining. And she was whirling that umbrella, and a great garter that was on her throat had left her throat. And she was just screaming and carrying on the people. They had to quiet them. And then when this man come through, there was a man leading him. And I, I stood and watched him a few moments, told him what he was and what he had done, told him what he, he had been in his life, and he was selling newspapers. Yes. I said, you're Catholic by faith. Yes, that's right. I watched him a little bit, and I seen him going on, still with his gray hair, and he was walking around all right with a Bible under his arm. And I said, sir, Jesus Christ has healed you. God bless you. And I said, for thus saith the Lord, God has showed me that you have received your sight. Your prayer is answered. Well, they took him away, and a few moments here he come back again. And he got in the line again. He said, Sir, you told me I was healed. He said, I, I, I can't see a thing. I said, That wasn't me that told you you were healed. That was God that told you you were healed. Well, he said, I, I heard you say it. And I said, Well, that was right. It was my voice. But it's him operating it. I said, what he told you you was and so forth, is that right? He said, yes, sir. Well, I said, if he knows what you have been in life, surely he knows what you will be in life. If that part was true, you know, you look like you'd have faith to believe the other part would be true. He said, well, it looks like if I was healed, my eyes would be open. I said, that has nothing to do with it. I said, you just, you're supposed to believe. I said, go on believing. In a few moments, here he come again, back again, the man leading him up. He said, I can't understand if my eyes were healed, sir. Now, they say a woman, just a great garter left her throat, so why don't my eyes come open? He said, you told me I was healed. I said, you told me you believed me. He said, I do believe you. I said, what are you questioning me about then? He said, well, if I was healed, I think my I said, 
I told you you were healed because the Spirit of God told me you was healed. He said, well, I don't understand. He said, see, I'm a Catholic. I said, I don't make any difference what you are. I never, that wasn't a question. It's just you to obey what you're told to do. He said, well, what must I do? I said, just praise the Lord for your healing. I said, it'll come to you. I said, it's got to. He said, uh, and many times that happens, see, the angel Lord might not pass by that person again for a month, see, but it'll, it'll have to happen. If the Lord said so, it's got to take place. And so I said, just say, praise the Lord for healing me. Well, now, I, this, now, you Catholic friends in here tonight, I know a little bit about Catholic doctrine. They're supposed to do what the priest says. So if I told him that, he just thought that's what he's supposed to do. So all on the street the next day, he is praising the Lord for healing. That night when he come back to service, we was in a little place with a little balcony like that. Had about, oh, I guess he'd about 2,500 people. And there was, he sat up there and he hollered, everybody keep quiet. He raised up and hollered, praise the Lord for healing me. Sat back down. About time I get started preaching in, he'd say, everyone keep quiet. Praise the Lord for healing me. Well, he'd disturb me every time I start well, let him alone. I said, just uh, ushers to go to stop him. I said, let him alone. That's what I told him to do. So he kept on doing that. Well, the meeting ended. It was only a three-day meeting. The, the meeting ended, and I guess it's some, oh, perhaps maybe a month after I was gone. He was a little town there near Fort Wayne where he lived, and he sold papers. And so he sent out on the street and said, actually, praise the Lord for healing me. Actually, praise the Lord for healing me. The people thought the old man had gone crazy. So they, they said, it, well, well, it was terrible. So he went over to a barber shop. A little boy led him over there to, to sew papers with him and, and to get a shave. So there's a little barber that knowed all the ins and outs, you know, about everything. So about 22 years old. So he started shaving the, the old fella, got half his beard shaved, said, Say, Dad. I heard you was up to that divine healer when he was up there. I said, yes, I was. I said, I heard the Lord healed you. He said, yes, praise the Lord, he healed me. And his eyes come open. Out of that chair he went, a towel around his neck, half shaved, the barber asked him with a razor. Down the street he went, screaming to the top of his voice. Now, he couldn't see perfect, but tonight that old man's preaching divine healing. Now, tonight. Yes, sir. One. His testimony was not negative. No matter what happened, it was still positive. He believed it. And he's preaching tonight, somewhere up around in Michigan. And he says, I only thing I know is just believe it. That's what I did. Sometimes God that way. Here's recently uh, two women. I was telling about here a few nights ago because I got a letter on it. And they come to the meeting. One woman was set in the meeting when she come by with a stomach trouble. Now watch it. It'll speak the name of the Lord. It'll tell you what it is, what's going to happen. See, if it doesn't, then I don't know. I can only say what it says. I can't make it. That's God. So it told her she's going to get well of a stomach trouble and told another woman with a lump on her throat that in the name of the Lord that it, it, it was going to leave her. So I told her to go home. She said, eat what she wanted to. Well, she tried it. <laughs> My, she liked to die. She'd try to eat. She'd vomit and everything. Well, weeks passed, three or four weeks. One morning, the family had gone to work, children had gone to school, 
And she was so hungry, and she said she felt like something cool go through her. And she tried to take a little bite of toast, and it didn't come up. She'd taken some oats, and she drank a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, my, she's just doing fine. So she thought she'd run through and tell her neighbor down the street what had happened. So she's still testifying of her healing. Nobody knew that she couldn't eat. She just knew it herself, and she's trying her best, but she said she'd get it. So he said, if God is able to tell me by inspiration what I was and how I got sick and what caused me to be sick and told me I was going to be well, I believe it. That's the way. That's right. She had the idea. She ran down the street to tell her friend about a few doors down the street. And down the street, she went in the house. She's going to tell her about it. She heard somebody scream at the top of her voice. The woman's in the middle of the floor of the girl that left her throat that morning. And she's just screaming to the top of her voice. What had happened? The same angel of God who placed those things and had word from God, who spoke to lips and said what was and told him it was going to be, passed through the neighborhood that morning hunting those people that he'd pronounced that blessing. That settled it, see? See, they can't get to you just exactly when you want them to be. But if they said something, look, Daniel, there was an angel followed Daniel. Is that right? And one time that angel couldn't get to him, I believe, after he called on him for 21 days. Is that right? 21 days he was with hell. But he got there. Don't worry. He'll be there. Just Now, this brass serpent, now, to continue this, this over at Benton Harbor, Michigan, at the house of David, a Jew who would give this man many alms called me over there for an interview. Well, I had a few hours, and we rode over there. And the old man and I, we sat out in the swing, and this rabbi come out. Of course, he didn't take off his hat. He just kept his hat on. Young fella, his 30s, had dark beard. And he said, are you Mr. Branham? I said, yes, sir. He said, but what authority did you uh, open John's eyes? I said, I never opened his eyes. He said, well, what opened his eyes? I said, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, opened his eyes. He said, nonsense. He said, Jesus was no Christ, neither was the Son of God. I said, well, John's eyes is open, aren't they? <laughs> he said, yes, that's true. I said, well, I used the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, when I prayed for him. I said, it was through that name and through that power that brought sight. He said, Jehovah winked at your ignorance. I said, well, maybe he did. <laughs> I said, but John's eyes are open. He said, Jesus said he wasn't nothing but a thief. He went through the cornfield and he, he, he plucked the ears of corn and eat him. said it was unlawful. He shouldn't have done that. He said he wasn't nothing but a thief. I said, well, now, he was the Lord of the Sabbath. I said, you'd call him a thief in your own laws, justified him. I said, in your own laws, it's written, if a man passes through the cornfield, he can eat what he wants, but don't put any in the bag and take it away. That's right. That's, that's the law. He can eat what he wants. I said, he never broke no laws. Oh, he said, he made himself God and he broke the Sabbath. I said, he was the Lord of the Sabbath and he was God too. And uh, I said, oh, nonsense. I said, you... You Gentiles are all scrupled up in your mind. Said you, said you, you, you Gentiles can't cut God in three pieces and give him to a Jew. Said you know that. Said you all say our God. Said you got three gods. God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Said you got three gods. Said which one of them is your God? I said all three of them is our God. <laughs> so he said, well, you all are crazy. <laughs> and I said, well, now look, 
I want to ask you something. I said, do you don't believe that Jesus was the Messiah? He said, no, sir. I said, you believe the prophet's rabbi, don't you? He said, yes. <clears throat> I said, Isaiah 9, 6 said unto us, the son is born, given. Government should be upon his shoulders. His name should be called Counselor. I said, who is the prophet speaking of? That's the Messiah. That was Messiah. I said, then Messiah was to be born a child. Is that right? Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. I said, then what relation is Messiah to God? <laughs> he said he was God. I said, that's right. He, he will be God. I said, that's right. He was. I said, we don't try to tell you that there's three gods, three different beings. I said, God's like a three-foot rule. Exactly. I said, the angel of God, that, who was that that led Moses through the wilderness, that pillar of fire? He said, that was Jehovah. I said, right. And then no one could even touch a mountain where he was at. And I said, that was Jehovah. No one could touch him. And when he come down on the mountain, it was all on fire and he wrote the commandments. Yes, that was Jehovah. And I said, then God unfolded himself into a virgin-born body. See? Which Messiah overshadowed a little woman, created in her womb a blood cell that brought forth the Son of God. And I said, then God came and dwelt in him. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. I said, do you believe that? No, I don't see. I said, well, he was. He was a, he was a threefold being. Notice. And I said, then you could touch him, but he was a virgin-born body. What's he doing? Working his way down into the hearts of man. And I said, then when he went away, he said, I come from God, go back to God. And through the offering of this body, which was his son, God living in his son, offered up this body for the remission of sins. And I said, through that, through the blood of his unsex-born body, redeems us for our sexual birth and brings us into relationship. And he came again in the form of the Holy Ghost and lives in us. The same God all the way down through the same thing. I said, he had to become the... I said, that's the reason we was commissioned to baptize in the name of Father, Son, Holy Ghost, because it's the same God in fatherhood, sonship, Holy Ghost dispensation. It's absolutely this. We ain't got three gods. We got one God and three dispensations. That's right. And threefold being of God. God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I, and that Jew saw that. And that's been the stumble block to the Jew ever since, ever since the Christian in the Reformation. It wasn't cleared up. And then, and then in that, that's what stumbled the Jew all along. And he saw that. And he started crying. He turned around. He said, God's able to these stones rise, children of Abraham. I said, Rabbi, you know, you believe that. I said, God, in his mercy, from way up there, he had to work his way down and cleanse the path of sin through the dispensations till he could get down to live in man and fellowship with man again like he did in the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. If that any grace, I don't know what is, brother. How God Jehovah bringing himself that great being on her. Oh, my. And how he humbled himself, come down, created his own body to live in a tabernacle here among us, Emmanuel, walking with us, God in Christ reconciling the world to himself, and through giving of his body the flesh which was the Son of God. Jesus was God's Son that he had here on earth, and he dwelt in this Son as a being manifesting himself. Jesus said, it's not me that doeth the works, the individual Jesus. 
But it said, It's my Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Now, it's just like this. God the Father was the first six or first twelve inches. God the Son, the second twelve inches. And God the Holy Ghost is the third twelve inches. It's one rule, one three-foot rule, but the same God in every dispensation, you see? The same God. Now he's working today in man. Do you believe that? And that God is living in man right here with us tonight. How the love of God has unfolded himself, coming down. Oh, bring, I, that, that's more than I, can, than I can conceive, that how a holy God would come down and work his way down, unfolding himself to get into mankind to live in man. Yet a little while the world seeth me no more. The Spirit speaking to Jesus. Yet ye shall see me. For I'll be with you, even in you, to the end of the world. Is that right? Now the unbeliever sets out and says there's no such thing. Look at him when he was here on earth. He didn't, Jesus, he didn't claim to be no great person. He said he was the son of God. He told the woman at the well, if somebody trying to tell me the other day Jesus never did say he was the son of God, he sure did. (laughs) He said he was the son of God, told the woman at the well. She said that she knew Messiah coming. He said, this is he who's talking to you. He was the Son of God. And he said, and he said when he was here on earth, he didn't claim to be any great person. He was humble. He was obedient to the Heavenly Father. He went around doing just as God told him to do. He could see visions. He thought, know the thoughts of the people's mind. He knew what was wrong with them. God would show him what would come to pass before it come to pass. He would tell the people. Look at the resurrection of Lazarus. When he went away from his buddy's home, Father had showed him what was going to happen. Three days passed, he said, Lazarus sleepeth. That's the reason he knows that Lazarus in that much time was to be dead. And so he said, but I go waking. Is that right? I go waking. Now watch. When he got to the grave, he said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast already, but I said it for these who stood by. I see, just for these who standing by. I've done it as a way of example to pray. But I know what was going to take place because you've already showed me. Then he said, Lazarus, come forth. And a man had been dead four days. Come to life again. See? And he only resurrected three people in all of his ministry. It have record of them. Three people. Three is the confirmation. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Now, notice here, Moses, when these people had sinned against God and against Moses, they sinned against God by speaking against God and speaking against his leader. And now, I want you to notice, God told Moses, to go make something, make a serpent, and hang it on a pole. Now it was the serpent that was the death bite. And he made it out of brass and hung it on a pole. Now what that represented. Now, the first thing, the people had sinned and were dying of sickness. Now watch this compound reason now. They were sick sinned and were dying of sickness because of sin, and all sin is direct or either direct caused, all sickness rather, caused by sin. Before we had any sin, we had no sickness. And sickness is an attribute of sin. Maybe not what you've done, but what somebody done before you inherited. <clears throat> sickness is an attribute of sin. Now, God's showing in the, the type. Now, the first thing, the pole represented the cross, the wood. 
the serpent itself, being a serpent, spoke of sin already judged, for God had judged the serpent in the Garden of Eden. But brass spoke of divine judgment, which was like the brazen laver. In the days of Elijah, he looked out to the sky, looks like brass, divine judgment over all the country, no rain. Divine judgment. And notice that these people had to look or behold that brass serpent. The serpent couldn't pray for them. They just had to, to look and live. And it was for a compound reason. Take away their sin, heal their sickness. And Jesus over here speaking said, As Moses lifted up the brass serpent in the wilderness, the same reason must the Son of Man be lifted up. Now, if the type done the healing, what about the antitype? If the brass serpent, the shadow done the healing, what will Christ do to look at him? Look and live, my brother. Live. Look to Jesus now and live. See? He is the antitype. He's the positive. Or that was the negative. That was the shadow, just like my shadow. And this is would be myself, and there's my shadow. How much more real this is than that is. Or how much more Jesus is real tonight in the Holy Spirit after being lifted up at Calvary for a sinful world, cursed with sickness, and now through his lifting up he was wounded for our transgressions, with his stripes we are healed. Then besides that, he returned from the cross, went from the cross to the grave, returned back, the body went up into heaven to God, and the Spirit returns back to the earth, lives among the people. Anyone knows in the Old Testament how that the signs was given for a contract. In the Old Testament, nowadays when we make a covenant, we say, shake hands on it. We agree. In China, they throw a little salt on one another. That's an agreement. But in the Old Testament... The way they made an agreement, they took an animal and killed it and split it open, stood between the dead pieces, like God did when the little white light confirming the covenant with Abraham that he had saved him and his seed. And he stood there and they wrote a contract. I, John Doe, agreed to do a certain, certain thing, and then that contract is torn to one person takes one part, one the other, and they take an oath. And I command my spirit. And he tore the life out of Christ. He took the body and set it on his right hand and sent the Holy Ghost back to the church, which is the unconditional covenant given to man tonight. Brother, the life of Jesus Christ must be in every individual. That's God's covenant. And as sure as you're born to the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost in you, God's undersworn statement. Hallelujah. That he'd raise you up in the last days. He'll heal the sickness. I feel pretty religious right now. I don't want to start. <clears throat> I'm to pray for the sick. But there you are. The covenant God made as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man. It was the covenant. Look and live. Now, the condensing of the Holy Spirit as it come back down a little while and the world won't see me no more. What is the world? Was the world there in cosmos, meaning the, the, the world order? The, I mean, the world in the, the earth? It meant the world order. 
the peoples, the world will see me no more. Yet ye shall see me. Who's ye? The church. You shall see me for I, a personal pronoun. I will be with you, even in you, to the end of the world. The resurrected Jesus Christ in his power and signs and wonders working among a people. Brother, God's always vindicated his church with signs and wonders from Genesis to going out of Revelations. No matter what their teaching's been, God has always hung that pillar of fire over the Israelites. He was with Jesus Christ. He was the church here. He's with the disciples. And he commissioned in the last days that man would be heady, high-minded, educated scholars and so forth, having a form of godliness, but would deny the power thereof. Today we got plenty of people who has a church all laid out in forms and rituals and theology. But, brother, God's vindicating where he's at by the same signs, the same Holy Ghost, the same pillar of fire, the same wonders, the same Jesus living among them, revealing the thoughts of the people, the secrets of their hearts, healing the sick, making the blind to see, filling with the Holy Ghost, giving joy and peace. Well, how, how could we deny such a lovely one? Amen. I love him, don't you? Bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, here lays before me a bunch of handkerchiefs. They represent poor, sick, suffering people. One of these glorious days, it's all going to be over, and we're going to come up to your house. God help us to be in the deepest of sincerity now. Bless us now. Now lay hands on these handkerchiefs. Thou knowest there's no virtue in any man. But the virtue, there was no virtue in the serpent, nor in the brass that it was made out of, or the pole it was hanging on. But the virtue was doing what God said do. And this is the commission. We read it out of the Bible that you honored the people's faith when they took from your servant's body handkerchiefs and aprons, unclean spirits went from them. You're still God tonight. We believe you. I pray that you'll heal every one of these people and make them completely whole in the name of thy son, Jesus. And now, Lord, feeling so happy tonight. Oh, God, I just look down the road down a little piece and I can just look like I just see great things. I'm so happy, so thankful to you. And I believe we're just on the verge, Lord, of one of the greatest shakings the world has ever received. Let me stay to see it, Father. I pray that you'll do it. Now, while we're moving along here slowly, may your Spirit come tonight in great power. May these people who sat here from different churches and different teachings and some of them with different ideas and superstitions and everything else, may they lay aside everything and say, if Jesus rose from the dead and promised that he'd do the same thing, we believe that he's here tonight to do it. Grant it, Lord, and help me now and bless me as I minister to your people. And I know as I minister to them, I minister to you. For thou hast said in so much as you do unto the least of these, my little ones, you have done it unto me. Grant great blessings and the healing of all the sick, saving of every soul. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Does the Scripture teach in Hebrews 13, 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
then did Jesus Christ say, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it? We know that God says that. Did Jesus say, a little while and the world will see me no more, yet you'll see me, for I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world? Did Jesus say, the things that I do shall you do also? Did he say that? Even greater, for I go unto my Father? Well, let's find out what character he was. What type of a person? If you're going through Evansville tonight to find Jesus Christ, if he was here on earth, let me look what kind of a person he would find. <clears throat> now, let's just pull down the curtains to our theology now. He wouldn't be dressed any different than any other man. He looked just like all of them. He'd go right among them. They didn't know who he was. He made through his resurrection. He talked to some people all day one day, walked with two of them on the road to, uh, I believe, uh, uh, oh, a Sabbath day's journey. I don't know how far it was up to Emmaus, but it's quite a distance. And he walked with them, and they didn't know him. He dressed like any other man. Is that right? He was a man who was full of love, full of compassion, but yet he could speak. What kind of a people followed him? What kind of a crowd did he get? Was he up in the great hierarchies? They condemned him and said he was a devil. He was a, they seen he could, he knew the people's thoughts. He was a mind reader. That was right. He perceived their thoughts. And they said, he, well, he's just, he's, a, he's just a devil. He's Beelzebub. Is that right? So who followed him? Luke tells us that the common people heard him gladly. Just the common, everyday people. Fishermen and so forth down off the river, they, they was one who heard him. He went around, a man of sorrow, acquainted with grief. He wasn't a great, big, strong-looking man, maybe 200 pounds. Why? He's probably a little thin fellow. Now, I want you to notice what kind of a ministry he had. Did he claim to be a healer? No. He didn't claim to be a healer. He said, I can do nothing. The only things that I do, he said, is what my Father shows me. Is that right? He said, verily, verily, St. John 5, 19, when he passed through all those cripples, he said, didn't heal any of them, went over to a man that had some kind of a sickness 38 years. He could even walk and get into the pool. He said, but while I'm coming, somebody's better off than me. Steps down ahead of me. He's laying on a pallet, a little quilt and a pillow maybe. been laying around there trying to get in the pool. Jesus knew he was there and knew how long he'd been. He knew how, how he'd been there. He knew what was wrong with him, didn't he? He knew he'd been in this condition for 38 years. Now, then he just made that man whole because why? He knew of his conditions. Walked away and left the rest of them. Why did he leave the rest of them? Looks like he'd have healed them all, doesn't it? But he didn't. The Jews in question, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing in himself, but what he sees the Father doing, that doeth the Son likewise. Is that right? I only see a vision, and whatever the Father shows me, I go do that. Oh, he said, Brother Branham, I know a lot of people. Yeah. The woman touched the hem of his garment. He didn't see no vision about her. Look, he never said he healed her. He said, Thy faith has saved thee. Is that right? Look at the blind man coming at you saying, Have mercy, have mercy. He didn't see no vision about him. He just went on in the house. And when they brought the blind man to him, he touched their eyes saying, According to what? Your faith be it unto you. Is that right? And their faith 
was right, their eyes come open. Now, that's Scripture. You believe Jesus told the truth? Well, Jesus said in St. John 5, 19, that he didn't do one thing until the Father showed him. I, the Son can do nothing in himself but what he sees the Father doing. The Father worketh, and I worketh hitherto. In other words, he just acted out what the Father told him to do. But he did know their thoughts. When he's walking along, he perceived their thoughts. So why you argue? Why you reason in your heart to someone there? Why is it you do this and why you do that among them? Now, if he raised from the dead, and if the world wouldn't see him, wouldn't recognize him, but the church would recognize him, and he'd be doing the same things now that he did then, then he can produce the same things tonight in his church. Is that right? If he will do it, if he will do it, will you accept him as your Savior if you're a sinner? If you're a backslider, will you go back to church tomorrow or tonight? Give, go back to Christ tonight. Return back to your church tomorrow. Give God praise. And if you're sick tonight, if he'll do that, will you say, that's, that's God preaching a sermon to me. I'm going to accept my healing, go out of here tonight and be well. Will you do it? May the Lord bless you. All right. What was that card saying? X. Hard to give out a hundred prayer card X's. We can't get too many. Jesus, if they can, they go from one to another. How many know that's a scripture of the Bible? They certainly do. They'll go from one to another. So be reverent. See, there's many times I see it move and see it hang at a place, and even my soul trembles within me. I think, oh God, it's certain as the world. If the shadow's down there, there's going to be right there again. See? And if you pull it right from one here, it goes right to another and there, right to another and there, something like that. It does it. Now, friends, as a minister of the gospel, with God's word before me to prove that is truth, and hundreds of cases behind in a history that knows it's the truth. You're not long ago in Phoenix, Arizona. There's a man sitting there, says nothing in the world but psychology. So that's all men just reading their mind. And I said, will everyone bow their head? He just sat there with his head up, wouldn't bow his head. I could tell it. Somewhere I kept looking around, I found the man. I whispered one of the ushers at the platform to go tell him. He said, I don't have to. This is a public place, and I don't have to do it. The usher come back and told me. I said, all right. What it was was an epileptic spell on a child. It had a clothespin in its mouth with a rag wrapped around having it fit right on the platform. I couldn't get it to leave. The man was disobedient. The angel said, if you get the people to believe you, if you don't do what you tell them to do, then it shows they don't believe you. See? If you tell them to go do something, they just stand. Well, then, there, there's nothing I can do or nothing God could do. No one. See? So the man said, I said, all right, may God let, not let this innocent child have to suffer for your disobedience. Remember, you're told. And I asked the Heavenly Father if he would help and and not let the child suffer for the man's sin. And the spell left the child. The fellow sat there a little while and directly got up and went out. Two days later, they picked him up on the street in a hard epileptic fit. <clears throat> and he happened to be some part of some, had a constable or marshal or something there in the city. About six weeks later, I was in Santa Rosa, California. They had him sitting in a place there, his eyes stared like this. And, he just constantly didn't come out of the fits. He just ended all the time, beard all out on his face. I, they started taking me out, and his poor wife laying in mud, 
out there and was dragging, holding on to my trouser leg. I didn't know what it was, and she was pulling. So I thought it was Brother Brown. I was kind of half unconscious coming out of the meeting. She said, Reverend Brown, you just can't pass this. That's all there is to it. I said, you just can't. I said, mercy or call. I said, I, so I said, don't let him like that. I said, what's the matter? And Brother Brown said, lady, you just, and he just tugged her hands. Well, I said, what is it, Brother Brown? Find out. And just let Brother Moore walk me. We went on, walked around a little while, come back. They take me in the room where the man was, and there he was sitting there, just six or eight weeks, just, just a constant glare like that. His eyes just staring. The way of a transgressor is hard, you know. Is anybody here was at the Tacoma, Washington meeting? I don't see any hands, but what? Yeah, the door. Was you at the Tacoma, Washington, brother, or the door, Tacoma, Washington meeting? Fellow sitting up this way, he wouldn't put his head down to a maniac. And that spirit left there, that guy was so just, just stupid. He wouldn't listen. He said, nonsense. And he said like that, and he just said it once too often. That spell left the man and got on him, and he looked like a chicken jumping like that, all around over the place like that. Thousands in that big ice arena. You see the picture of it in the book out there. And there he was all over the place. These people trying to pull. I said, now, that's up between him and God. See, that, I have nothing to do with that. No, sir. Now, if the person had been reverent and something had happened like that, it would be different. But to be disobedient, and that's up, it's up to you. See, you can, I can only speak what's truth. And if I speak the truth, God will testify the truth. Is that right? All right. Now, if you'll be just as reverent as you possibly can. Now, if I, I'll give a little intermission. Some of you ministers watch and don't let about every 15 minutes call my attention if I don't catch it. And so if the people has to move around or something, you can go... <clears throat> I would, sir, are you, you're the organist there tonight, aren't you? You're on the organ. Abide with me real slowly, if you will, just for a moment. Now, let's just all remember, Jesus has risen from the dead. Abide means to stay. And let's just think of him being here now. What would happen if he walked on the scene right now? Let's imagine seeing me come in through the wall there, come walking down. He comes here to the platform and stands before this microphone. Now, what would he say to the woman? As far as healing her, he'd say, When I died, yonder at Calvary, I healed you. That's the scripture. It can't be broken. He was wounded for our transgression. With his stripes, we were healed. Is that right? <clears throat> he would tell her what was wrong. If he talked to the woman like the woman at the well, now, this lady, as far as I know, I've never seen her. Are we, we're strangers, are we, lady? The only thing I know that you're just here on the platform. I've never seen you in my life. And all of you out there, you without prayer cards, you that do not have prayer cards, I want you to be in prayer and believe that God will, will heal you. See, that you, God will heal you. You ask him, say, God, I want you to do this for me. I'm not doubting you. I'm accepting it with all my heart. I'm believing it. But if you just speak to me out here in the audience, and I'm praying now, and if you'll just have that brother to speak to me out here, me sitting here, 
no way to get up on the platform. I don't have any prayer card or anything. And I'm just sitting here. And no way for me to get the audience. But I want to know, Lord, if you'll just speak to the brother and let him come around and tell me something of my life will be a, a confirmation that I'll just believe you with all my heart. And I, I, I'll go away from here happy in believing my healing. Believe that you heal me. Well, yonder a long time ago. You pray like that and ask God to help you while I talk to the woman. Now, of course, you can feel it set in from spots. He's going to read her mind. No, I'm not. I won't even... God heaven knows that. With my Bible over my heart, before Almighty God who I stand, I am not a mind reader. And I know I've got to meet judgment someday. No, sir. But before God who I stand in my Bible in here, that angel of God, that light that you see on that picture, I know it's real. I've seen it right in broad daylight standing there right where was that. Vision. God knows that's true. It tells the things. You know it's true. It tells them weeks and months and years even before it happens. But never one time does it ever say one thing but what's exactly the truth. I just want to talk to you, lady. The reason I want to talk to you is for one reason. That is, you're, you're a lady, me a gentleman. We'll put it like that. Well, now, all around in this room here, this room's full of electricity. You believe that? Now, what if I went, stood out here in the middle of the day, out here in the street, and begin to scream and cry with all my heart? Electricity, light up. Electricity, light up. It would never light up. I've got to follow the law of electricity. Is that right? How many believe that's true? Say amen. Now, the way I turn electricity, electricity comes through them lights. It's bottled down. Yet all through this room is electricity, but the only thing we can control is that is in the light. Well, now, God has a law, and that law is love. God can't work against himself. Then if I love God correctly, then I'm going to testify the truth about God if I'm in love with him. I've got a wife here in this building. God knows how I love her. Well, you know everything good and everything. It's going to be for my wife. You know that. Sure. Just like your husband will be to you. Well, now, if we love God, then my confidence becomes perfect in him as I love him. Now, he can't break that law of love, see, because it's in my heart. Now, he promised me by his word first this. Then he sent an angel and told me. And he told me he'd be with me and help me. Then that law can't be broken. Then I have to find that law. Then the next thing, you're standing there as, I'd say it in a medical term, a patient. All right? Now, if God has sent me as a branch of the tree to do something for you on the same tree, if you're a Christian, well, then if he's sent me to do something for you, there'll have to be some contact that I'll have to have with you. Then if it's to find out something that is in your life that, that you that you really ought to have, then I'll, it'll have to be show me. God's got a tape recording up there of everything that you've done since you've been on earth. And he can run that picture right back down for me if he wishes to. And that's what Jesus did when he talked to the woman at the well. He said, bring me a drink. She said, what are you asking me that, you know, so forth. 
Well, what was he doing? He was trying to contact your spirit. That's exactly what I'm trying to do now. Exactly. Contact you, separate you from all the spirit that's around me everywhere. See? Which people everywhere are believing, everywhere. It's just one mass of faith. Now when you feel yourself like drop into a channel, it just starts this way, that way. See? But I must tell you, it must be you, not someone else, you. Then after a few like that, my own spirit begins to move into that. Then I can see where it's at anywhere. That's the reason I have people come up platform first. Because I was preaching and going on and so forth. And But you, you believe me, uh, and you're a Christian, you're a believer. You got a the trouble is in your back, isn't that right? It's in your back. I see cause for the on your back. There seems to be something that you're deeply bothered about, or something. It's about a child. Have you a child that talks funny or something? It's got a, an impediment of speech or, 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 isn't that right? Isn't that baby here? I sit with you when you got on that coat. And I, I know it must be, come here just a minute. Merciful Father, as this little mother stands here trembling, knowing that she is now in your presence, that you can help her, and I pray that you will heal her body and her child likewise, and may they both leave this building tonight perfectly normal and well. I say to the enemy that's bound their bodies, in the name of Jesus Christ, I charge thee by the blood of Jesus, the Spirit of the Holy Ghost that you're right now that you leave this mother and child in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, sister, what was told you was true, is that right? Now, look, I want you, I believe it was something about a child was sick or something, though you had a baby. The visions don't, right quick, don't click with me and see what, what I, it's something about a baby, I know, a child. All right. Now, I want you, when you get to the child, wherever it is, put your hands on it. And say, God, I believe you with all my heart now, and the baby will get well. You will too. God bless you. All right, where's the next patient? Are you the patient lady? Come. How do you do? I see you're packing one of those pictures. <laughs> I see it just a moment. I remember when that happened. See how the fire mills around in it? Uh, Mr. Lacey on there, he said it was a, looked like an emerald light. That's, that's like fire flashing around. You know, God is the fire. That's what he, he reveals himself in fire and light. You know that. Not in so much in the cause like condition like our flesh and things. Remember, in the Bible there, Peter was in the prison and a light came in the window. Went out in the prison 
opened up the prison doors and let him out. This is a pillar of fire that led the children of Israel. They were led by the pillar of fire. I believe it's the same one. I believe it's the same pillar of fire. I suppose you and I are being strangers. I don't know you. And I don't know whether you know me or not, but we are strangers one to another. But do you believe that that God sent me to help you? You do. Then if I be his prophet or preacher, then the things that I have said, God will back up what's true. You believe that? God, he's infallible, he's infinite. He'll back up truth. And then he could, now to heal you, I, I couldn't take your own faith to do it. But if you believe that God sent me to pray for you and you accept Jesus by my teachings, then you could be healed. See, accept him for your, his healing your body, you could be made well. You keep someone on your mind. It must. It's a. It's your mother. You have a mother that's that's sick. You've got some kind of a blood pressure or something. I see that put a thing around her arm. A, a kind of a low blood pressure. I believe it is. It went, isn't that right? And you have a kind of. There's something wrong in your back. And you have a, a nervous condition. You're extremely nervous. And you have something in your back, I noticed. And then there's something in your feet. I see you don't get around good. It's in your feet. Is that true? You're, it's turning dark around you. Or is it your mother? No, it's you. You're not a Christian. You're a sinner. Now, God don't want me to place that blessing there until one thing. Now, the same Jesus that know the woman at the well, he knows just exactly. Now, I could tell you now, you, you know that. But you, will you accept him now as your Savior? You'll give up your ways and return to church and do what God wants you to do and get well for you and your mother. Will you accept him now? Is that I say, will you accept him and go to church and do what's right and, and serve him the rest of your life? If you do it, I believe he'll take the curse off of you right now. Will you do it? You accept him now as your Savior. Forsake sin. Come here just a moment. I'd like your hand. Almighty God, this poor little woman coming, slipping along the line here, Seeing that not only is she sick, but she's dead and sin and trespasses. But I pray for mercy, God. Someday this hand that I hold must turn cold and life must leave the body. The soul must go to the God who gave it. 
And this body will crumble and go into the ashes of the dust of the earth. The skin worms will take it. Hundreds of years from tonight, maybe way yonder somewhere in this old world, blowed to pieces. Sands are howling, the winds across the blustering, no living creature on the earth. Maybe her tombstone may come up out of the dust, but where will her soul be then? God be merciful just now and save the woman. Granted, take away all the sin. And I, upon her confession, upon her accepting Jesus as her Savior, I now ask Jesus as her healer to take away the sickness of her body, and may she go from here tonight and be normal and well. I ask this blessing in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you. I go on your road, rejoice. Take up with some real good full gospel church. Be baptized. Go on your road, rejoicing. You get well. Lay your hands on the mother. God bless you. All right. Bring you bring. You believe, lady? Yes, and you are a believer. Wish all patients come like that. All the people. Now, if people come with that type of faith, it would just be wonderful. Look here, sister, just a moment. I just want to see you just a moment. You are a believer. You believe me, too. There's not a shadow of doubt anywhere. That's the reason when you're coming across the platform, God healed you of that kidney trouble, so it left you. You, it's so, God loves this, it's so wonderful. You come from another place here. You don't belong to Evansville. You come from Illinois. You come from a place that starts like Jones or Johnson, Johnsonsville, is that right? You got a husband is sick too. Don't they call him Ray or Roy or something? Roy, isn't that right? Isn't that true? <laughs> All right. You're interested in a mother, mother, no mother-in-law, I believe it is. Isn't that right? She has something wrong with her bronicles in her chest. Is that right? You're, you can go home. You all go get well. God's going to be God bless her, Lord. And when you come, friend, let me say this to you. It's your mental attitude the way you approach anything. The woman who touched the hem of the master, she felt virtue. But the soldier who put a rag around his head and hit him on the head said, If your prophet tell me who hit you, I'll believe you. They didn't feel no virtue. It's the way you approach it. It's the way you approach. It's over, brother. God bless you. How do you do, sir? You believing, sir? Your troubles in the back. That's a, some kind of a ruptured disc. Caused some strain long ago. Jesus Christ is here to make you well. You believe it? Come here. Turn like this to me. Oh God, who formed this man's back in the womb of his mother, 
as your servant lay hands upon his back, believing that now the Holy Ghost has the anointing over this building, I ask that the power of God, the only thing that's able now to heal this man, that the virtue of God will come down and move into his back, and may the, the ruptured place move out and may be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask it. And rebuke the devil that did this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you, brother. Go on now, rejoice and get well. Let's see thanks be to God. Just a minute, brother. Look here just a minute again. You got healed just now, didn't you? Was your trouble in your back? Yes, That's okay. Go ahead. Sitting right out there, you have arthritis of the spine, don't you, sister? Isn't that right? When that man passed with that anointing on him, that demon jumped right there, and I saw it right there. It looked like a great big flash moved up like that and went away of darkness. I see it was in your spine. Jesus Christ is going to make you well if you believe it now. Do you believe it? All right, stand to your feet. Accept it in Jesus' name. There it goes. It's gone from you. Amen. Let's say thanks be to God. Those enemies, how they try to... Amen. Oh, my. Satan is conquered. He's bound in the power. He can't get away from Jesus Christ. Just believe. You're sitting there in a pink-looking coat. You don't have a prayer card, do you, lady? You don't have a prayer card, but you have asthma and sinus. Is that right? You don't have a prayer card? No prayer card. All right, stand up to your feet. Jesus Christ makes you well. God bless you and go on your road home now and rejoice and be happy. Get well. Amen. <laughs> she didn't realize it for a minute what had happened. She does now. How do you do, lady? Patience. Oh, how wonderful. faith in God. Believe Him with all your heart. You believe me to be His prophet? You believe He's sure to make you well? I believe that, lady. 
the spirit of vibration, as you'd call it, coming from you seems to be pouring truly. Now there's You're not from here. You're not from this country either. You come from away from here. You've come a long way. You come from the extreme east to a country that has mountains, lots of pine trees and lakes. I'm going to say New York. And you're here for a boy, a son, which has a bad habit of drinking, alcoholic, no cure, no control. Nothing you can do to help it. God bless you, woman. Come here. God who gave this woman the fruit of her womb, the poor boy laying there, Lord, I pray for mercy. And when she goes back, may the power of Almighty God, who can look down upon this earth at this time, looking here, I pray that the angel of God who heard that prayer meeting in John Mark's house We'll hear the prayer meeting here tonight, and we'll go into that where that boy is at at this time, and take that demon off of him, and may he get well. Grant it, Lord, I curse it be that devil. In the name of Jesus Christ, may it leave him. God bless you, sister. Not only that, but things that you had to has left your body, and I believe your boys go to only become a gentleman, but a Christian. God bless you. Let us say praise the Lord. Let's say it again real loud. Praise the Lord. Let's say it once more. Praise the Lord. And all that is within me, praise the holy name. Amen. You believe, ladies. You believe with all your heart. You believe I ask God right now, whatever God we ask God, God will do it. You believe it? How many believe that right now? Stand on the platform what we ask you. All right, come here. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you'll bless her and her boy and make them well, and may they leave this platform happy, healthy, and rejoicing. In Jesus Christ's name I ask it. Amen. God bless you, sister. All right, come, ladies. As you come, believe with all your heart. You believe God's going to do it before you get here? Let's all say, Praise the Lord. Believe God's going to make you well? I want you to do it upon basis of faith. You see what I mean? All right, sister, you accept your healing? Believe with all... If I don't say one thing to you, yet you believe you're healed. Is that right? God bless you. That's the way to go. Amen. That's the way to do it. God bless you. Go and receive it, sister. That's the way. All right. Come. praying. I don't know just what's happened, but just a moment. Let's just keep in prayer. Everybody, in your heart, just keep praying. Just believing that God will. Don't you believe He will?
You believe God heals you that cold and trouble? You believe God will make you what you do? You accept it? All right, he has. God bless you. There you are. Make you well. God bless you. Just have faith. See a man sitting there, a bronchial condition. Is that right, sir? It's bronchial. You, want, you, you believe he'll heal you now? You want to accept him as your healer? Stand up to your feet. God bless you. Go and be healed. That's the way to do it. Just keep praying. Keep believing. You raised up your book there next to her lady or second lady from her. I've seen a book. Somebody. That's one of the pictures, isn't it? Stand up to your feet just a minute. Mm, you have sinus trouble, don't you? You want to be healed of it? Raise up your hand and say, I accept God as my healer. God bless you. Go home and be well. That's, that's the way. Amen. You want to go home and eat your supper? Get over that old stomach trouble? It's an old ulcer bothered you a long time. Go eat your supper in the name of the Lord Jesus and be made well. Let's say praise the Lord. What do you think, young man, sitting there with a the little blue jacket on? Been having headaches for a long time, haven't you? You want to get over it? Isn't that your daddy sitting next to you there? He has heart drops, he does, and hardening of the arteries. Lay your hand over on him, too. God bless you. Oh, Lord Jesus, make them both well. May they go home, be made perfectly holy. In Jesus Christ, name I rebuke the devil. Hallelujah. All right, lady. All of you can be healed if you just believe it. Do you believe it? You believe this female troubles left you? Just go on rejoicing. Say, thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, come, lady. You believe it? With all your heart? You may have what you ask for if you just believe right now. Folks, I, I, this is not me preaching. This is God doing His preaching. Not me. Believe that diabetes is going to leave you? You do? You accept your healing? God bless you. Go and get well in Jesus Christ's name. All right. Come. Oh, my, what he could do. Now, death lingering near. Something cold striking at me. It's from this lady. You realize your condition? Cancer. It isn't long to live. But Jesus Christ will spare your life. Will you serve him? You believe I'll ask the curse on it and it'll go away from you? Cursed be the cancer. May it leave the woman. In the name of Jesus Christ, we claim victory because of the testimony that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever. And the demon leave the woman in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you. That's the way. That's the way to do it. All right. Come, lady. Oh, my, what can happen? What can take place now? What about all you mutes over there? Why not get right in and believe God now? God bless her.
something happened. Oh, it's the lady was healed, wasn't it, over there? Lady sitting next to her crying, you want to get over that colon trouble, lady? You want to believe with all your heart and believe with, that God's going to make you well? Well, you can receive it too. God bless you. You want to get over the female trouble and arthritis and things like that? Just go on off the platform thanking God for it. That's all you have to do. Be thankful. He's done it. All right, come, lady. How do you do? You believe me? Is God's servant? Be nice, quit taking insulin, and just be perfectly well again, wouldn't it? You believe God's going to let you do it? As thou hast believed, so shall it be unto you. God bless you. Go and may Jesus Christ be with you. All right, come. What is heart trouble or stomach trouble to God? He can make it well, can he? You believe he does it now for you? God bless you. Go as you have believed. So will it be to you. Say praise the Lord. All right. You believe you're healed as you come, sister? Believe with all your heart? Come here. Satan, leave the woman. You demon who would try to count... Conquer her faith just now. I adjure thee, come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. Look this way. Accept your healing now. Go off the platform rejoicing, shouting, saying, thank you, Lord. Get well. All right, come, lady. What do you think? With all your heart you believe? You've been nervous for a long time. Started in menopause, which you're still going through. It's developed an ulcer in your stomach, and you've got a stomach trouble, and a female trouble, too, that's draining. Like, isn't that the truth? Nobody knows that, but God, of course, who would be in the bathroom at the time? Arch your heel, go on your road, rejoice, and be made well. Let's say, praise the Lord. All right, come, sir. With a great strain, put something in your back, strain your back. Go on your road, you're going to be well now. God bless you. May God be with you and help you. Let's say praise the Lord. Oh, how I love him. How I adore him. Life, sunshine, joy, peace. God bless you, Sister Roberson. I know you. He's standing by you right now. Mother, stop there just a minute. You want to get over the heart trouble? Raise up your hand and say, I accept my healing. Turn around, go back home, and you'll be well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Or go this way if you want to. Come this way. Just go off the platform, rejoice, and thanking God for your healing. Say, thank you, dear God. Thank you, Lord. Just believe with all your heart, and God will make you completely well, sister. All right, come, sir. Or you want to come, you turn and go back down, because you're already healed anyhow. God healed you of the heart trouble. You go back off. How many wants to be healed right now? Some of you people here that have been talking on mutes to your fingers. 
Let every one of you right now stand up, put your fingers in your ears, each one of the mutes. Stand up and put your fingers in your ears, of the mutes. Put your finger, one finger in your ear and get it over your mouth like this. And when I get through praying, I want you to scream to the top of your voice, praise the Lord. I want the rest of you to stand. Stand to your feet. If you'll do what I tell you to do, you'll see one of the greatest sights that you've ever seen in your life. The mutes are going to talk. If they'll just only have this faith now, they're going to talk. This is it. God's been pulling me to that group there. I can't make him. He stood over me all evening. He keeps falling to that group. If you notice me, I kept watching that group. It stood there. I can't tell him, but I believe he's standing right there now. And I believe if they'll just only believe it right now, that you'll hear them come to testify here at the platform if they'll only believe. The rest of you, raise your hands up to God. Almighty God, I now ask in Jesus Christ's name that you rebuke every sickness and every devil. Rebuke these mute spirits from these people. May it come out of them. And may all the deaf hear, the dumb speak, the blind see, the lame walk. And the glory of God be upon the people.